0: Thank you for downloading the Pacific Rim Pro Wrestling Podcast, the podcast that takes you from Seattle to Tokyo and all points throughout history. My name is Jim Valley, longtime broadcaster and wrestling fan, and we go across the Pacific Rim, the Pacific Ocean, to Tokyo, Japan, and Japan's leading wrestling historian, author, journalist, Fumi Saito. How are you, Fumi? Hello. How are you? Doing well. Yeah, he, uh, Good. Since the uh, Chris Jericho cruise was such a success, do you think maybe next time ah. you'll go? Are you going to go on the Jericho cruise? I would like to. I would like to. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, it depends on what season. This is like, yeah. Oh, end, end of October to November is pretty tight sometimes. And I wish it was in holiday season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I would love to, yes.
0: They also, had, yeah. I guess, the, from what I saw, the Kiss cruise is going on as well. So it's almost simultaneous with the Jericho cruise, which is kind of funny.
1: Yeah, because that was a, you know that was the original idea that uh, Chris Jericho got the uh, the plant you know ideas from, yeah.
0: It Kiss looked Chris. like it was a, it looked like it was uh you know it was a very successful event from what I can see from my Facebook friends went, mm-hmm. everyone had a great yeah. time. It looked like a party atmosphere. It looked very full. Yeah, the whole week of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah and dining and whining and you know not just wrestling but the concert the stand-up comedy and the meet and greet all day and all week long that sounds good
0: well and all the stuff you do on a cruise all the food and drinks and excursions sure. you know the different yeah. ports of call beach days all of that stuff have you, have you ever have you ever been on a cruise
1: nope nope i would like to yeah i, I can see
0: you doing really well on a cruise i think you would really like a cruise <laughs>
1: Yeah, the whole the whole week. Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh, I have to bring a lot of books. You know, I I read at night. <laughs> That's okay. You could,
0: you could read a lot of yeah. books. I could see you hanging out in the bars, holding court. I could definitely <laughs> see you having a great time.
1: I'm not a big of a drinker, but anyways, yeah. Let's start the show.
0: No, but I see you just yeah. holding court, talking to everyone. I think you'd be very social, and everyone would be asking you questions, and you'd be reminiscing with people. And oh, I'll be, just oh, I'll, good I'll right be very time. friendly.
1: Yes. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah.
0: that's what I meant. You're a friendly guy. Not that you're a huge drinker or something. So, uh, yeah. hey, speaking of uh, speaking of Jericho, yes, uh, you posted something on your Facebook. From yesterday, yes, from, yeah, yesterday from, from Chris Jericho, and I think Mick Karch has been posting this. And uh, yes, and so
1: I, I, I saw that on Mick Karch's post, and I had to share it, it was really good. Sh- sh- let's read this first, sure. This is Chris Jericho's statement that I don't know how old, but uh, it's always relevant. This is like a big, you know, like a, this is how he is, and that's how look at the business, and this is how he relates to the world. This is how it goes, Chris Jericho. Fake is not a word I like to use because there's nothing fake about what I do. It's a show. It's a predetermined outcome. We are putting on television, drama, action, comedy, whatever you want to call it. But it's not fake. Fake would be if I was just about to take a body slam and my stuntman did it. Fake would be if I was going to take a chair shot to the head to my head and the chair was made of rubber i'll tell the world that it's a show but i hate the word fake it's such an unfair term to us chris jericho that says it all it's about wrestling and not just him he's so confident and plus things he's done in this business uh, with his confidence and the very assertive that the uh, this is such a good statement that uh, I really wanted to share it with everybody. That yeah, the word "fake" is not really fair, you know, to what for what they do and for us even. And this is an issue we've been dealing with too. Because if you're wrestling fans, you you know you um when you have to deal with people outside wrestling or the people who don't watch wrestling, you know, um, if we are a wrestling fan, you know, they might think we're stupid. You know, there's things you have dealt with, you had to deal with, I had to deal with and defending wrestling is like defending yourself, right? And You don't have to defend but uh, you just run into this kind of notion. It's all fake. You know, it is not. And uh, then you have to really think the what the what really is the definition of fake, the word term fake. Is the real word out there fake? Or you know a lot of things. A lot of things come to your mind.
0: Yeah, you know, you talk about you talk about defending wrestling and I just get so so tired <laughs> of it. Uh you know, this past year they had the documentary what was it called? Three hundred and fifty days, um, which was in theaters briefly here in the United States and I was looking forward to watching it. And then in the middle of the documentary, which was put forward by wrestling people, they did the whole defending it as, as fake. And I'm like, it's 2018. Do we still need to defend that? And it just gets so, so tiresome because, you know, honestly, the business has been exposed. I mean, you go back to the 30s, probably really since, since day one.
1: Yeah, can... Or even Frank Gotch, or even William Muldoon, yeah. 1860s. You know it was a newspaper a big discussion you know this thing yeah
0: yeah and it just gets it just gets it gets tiresome but i always you know try to explain to people is yeah the the outcomes are predetermined but i mean particularly in, in chris jericho's life uh you know you you are still competing to sure to get the attention and get get you know the appreciation and you know obviously you know the 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 ticket buying audience you want uh, you know, their appreciation and their following, but you also want the attention and the appreciation of, of your boss. And you know, Chris has done a lot of things independently. You know, the Jericho Cruise. The Jericho Cruise isn't fake. That was him being Lazy. an entrepreneur and being successful. Him making the jump to New Japan wasn't fake. That was, again, him testing his worth and text testing his, his creativity in, you know, at the age of 48 or however and it also has-
1: challenging the whole media yeah. the entire world you know the media he you know all the media states you know and japanese media all on his hand you know so he was able to manhandle the you know media information and uh, media was after him and also fuzzy is no fake his a famous podcast is not fake and his reality shows it's not fake and also back to wrestling skills and technique and experiences they are not fake and one more thing is that uh, everybody in the dressing room both all the boys are watching you know each other's matches the always have this sense of competitiveness and also like think about the ecw dressing room every single wrestler is trying to outperform one another who's gonna have the best match of the night that's a serious sense of you know competition out there and there's a lot of things we can talk about. In fact, we can talk about this all night long, and and maybe like every time we, we put on the show, this is an issue that we, you know, wrestling always have to deal with. Wrestling fans, wrestling journalists, everybody involved. What is but, it? What uh, is
0: it? I mean, wrestling in in the United States. Uh, yeah. You know, particularly WWE, which is really what most everyone thinks of. You know, they think of the comedy, or even to this day, they still think of you know people who aren't fans who call it fake. Think of what happened in the Attitude Era. How does how does the criticism happen in Japan? What do what do Japanese fans tend to say? Pretty when yeah, pretty
1: similar. Oh yeah, because. In, it's like in the Ricky Dozen era, Baba Inoki era, then then UWF era, uh, within wrestling, there's a group of wrestlers who challenged the notion. It didn't become your MMA, but uh, they did change a perception of wrestling a little bit through the 80s into 90s. Then they did so much of that, the total opposite kind of comp, you know concept like Onita's death match they became fam- you know popular too so it, it goes back and forth back and forth and uh, issues still out there but hey wrestling You know, hasn't really died. You know that uh, you know always have fans and always have new things. And uh, wrestling will challenge you, not the general you know audience, general public, but uh, even wrestling and wrestling companies and wrestlers they will challenge wrestling fans. But like, watch what we do and uh yeah it's an ongoing thing i think it's uh, it's gonna you know like it's gonna be like this forever because okay this may not be your dictionary definition of competitive sports but is there another professional sport work like this you know what i'm saying if any other sport It could be team sport, baseball or hockey or basketball or um, single individual sport like uh, your boxing or uh, judo or even tennis or, you know, individual sport. If they fix it, that's fixing and, and faking and all these things but wrestling works this way this way this way every single match and this is designed this way there isn't any other sport out there that work like wrestling you know so you cannot compare this to other sport
0: how did uh, Does it make sense? yeah we know how for example antonio anoki would uh, deal with the question of <laughs> real or fake how did baba handle it when that came up or did B- well
1: actually bother? this was a, you have to uh, you know that uh, this it, it varies and changes with times in in, in 1970s that uh, our common you know popular notion popular concept was that giant baba is fake and antonio enoki is real <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it sounds as silly as it is, but when I was a kid, yes, Giant Baba is an entertainment, he's fake, and Anthony Inoki, he is real deal. He, his wrestling is real. and That's the way it stopped and that, in 1970s. But that competitive and the competition between old Japan Baba and New Japan Inoki was the whole thing. You know, and serious wrestling fan like myself watched both shows. Friday night on you know, Channel 10, we watch, you know, Kids New Japan. And Saturday night, Channel 4, I watch Baba's Old Japan. You end up watching both. So it worked. And uh, yeah, so it, it varies. In 80s, UWF, Maeda, Takada, Fujiwara, they challenged the traditional view right that, that there was a few things that, that we question ourselves that we are going to change wrestling we're going to change wrestling into legitimate sport and uh, they did uh very today's mma looking wrestling matches it was still work but that uh, it did change the uh, perception then uh yeah it changes over time i think does it make sense?
0: No, I think I, I think that that absolutely makes sense. Um, yeah, and it's probably futile to even talk about it. It's here. It's always going to be here, and people will always think I'm dumb. Yeah, because you I cannot like wrestling. compare wrestling
1: to other sports and, and come up with you know conclusion. And always the people who say it's fake and phony are the ones who never watched it you know you have to um, have this you know aha moment that uh, when you're a little kid and start watching wrestling you fell in love you fall in love fell in love with wrestling you did not really deal with any of this if you liked it you liked it if you didn't care you didn't watch it yeah yeah so uh yeah. You know, I so talked about
0: a, I talked about a couple yeah. of weeks ago going to uh, Arena Mexico and seeing Lucha live for the first time in different Mexico culture. City. But I mean,
1: yeah, it's like watching super you know, superheroes, right? Yeah,
0: it was, and also, you know, the families were having so much fun, and it was yeah, a completely yeah. different event as far as you know. Outside the matches, you know, they were talking about stuff and everything, but in the moment, it was real. You know they they Wait, while just, you're sitting there, yeah, just like you go see The Avengers, you know, you know that Thanos isn't real, but at the same time, you're like very sad because Spider-Man is gone. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert
1: um, <laughs> okay, yeah well, well all you know, the all the different episodes of Star Wars right you know
0: or any any yeah. TV show, you know when you're you know a lot of people were sad uh, uh, with Game of Thrones when Hodor died. Uh, you mm, know, very sad You know, people people are You know, and I didn't make fun of those people Because you get You get emotionally, emotionally involved And it can be It can be really, really fun um, Yeah,
1: of course The TV viewers get so emotional You know, do you remember People used to send postcards Do not kill off this guy You yeah. know Yeah, yeah So the, the producers yeah. and the TV You know, yeah the, the TV people even change the outcome According to what people wanted
0: I mean, and also, I mean, just because a sport may be an actual competition to try to score points, doesn't mean it's more or less important than any other form of entertainment.
1: Or bitter, or something. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, this is the kind of thing I deal with in my sociology class in college. <laughs> Not a re- about wrestling, but yeah.
0: Yeah, what, a, what like when 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 wrestling comes up? What do just some of your regular students say?
1: But you don't find that many wrestling, you know, fans among that. You know, I mean, I have say I have hundred people in that class. Right, you'll have maybe a five wrestling fans at you know at most, and they are shy about it. You know, so uh, after the class, you know, they go get see you next week right then come up to me and say i have a question what is it and it's about wrestling or something sometimes but uh, they don't talk about it in front of class you know and i don't blame it and i don't talk about wrestling in my sociology course you know and uh, if question asked yes i will answer it you know with my confidence
0: yes you know um i think i told i don't know if i told you this story you you, you know my wife carrie and yeah. when we first started dating I was like, you know, I, I watched, you know, Monday Night Raw, and I didn't, sure. want, I didn't want her there. I didn't want her to know about it, and I just said, "Hey, uh, Mondays, <laughs> really? Mondays are off limits. I'm busy. I'm busy. I can't do anything on <laughs>
1: Monday. Okay, and very she, important.
0: And I didn't tell her for a long time about wrestling. Now, unfortunately, you know, now she's gone to wrestling in Mexico City and Japan. So then go to six shows with you. Some yeah, place. sometimes she does. Yeah. But uh, lucky woman, lucky, lucky woman. But um, she initially thought guy. she initially thought because i didn't see her on mondays that that maybe i had like a meeting with my parole officer or
1: something <laughs> okay like okay something you cannot talk about
0: yeah something like something <sighs> super personal and embarrassing and it was
1: uh, it was just Monday were you time. embarrassed yeah but you were careful about it
0: you know you don't it's not something you open with yeah you, you
1: know mm, yeah you have to be careful you know who you're talking with you know
0: i was at a friend's yeah. house the other day who who I hadn't seen in a while, and we're having dinner, and suddenly she just brought up wrestling. Boy, you sure post a lot about wrestling. You sure are into <laughs> okay. wrestling? And I was like, I don't post that much. She's like, Yeah, you do. And I was like, Okay. Well, go
1: two out of ten posts is a lot for a lot so. of people. Yeah. I yeah. guess I, guess I need to post more. For people who doesn't watch wrestling, <laughs> yeah, it's just not theirs. Yeah. You know just like other things you know i don't know it's like uh, anime, anime you know, japanese anime otaku culture or your i don't know short you know like a fantasy novel you know or or even i don't know for some people a porn movie or something you know what what i mean
0: everybody's a mark for something
1: Something, yes Yeah, or the action figure You know, something Yeah, yeah.
0: Sometimes wrestling but the,
1: action the, figures go, Yeah, go back to this very basic of being wrestling fans And I got a pretty good question from somebody this morning Yeah okay. o- On Twitter Okay Yeah uh, did You re- you read it, right?
0: I have seen it I need to pull
1: it back up again But yeah, I can oh, Okay, okay, I, I get it um, Was this um, Pride 7? uh that you know there was numbered even so in pride seven there was a, a match between Nobuhiko takada uh, and alexander otsuka two professional wrestlers doing mma matches okay and apparently pride in u.s pulled this you know match off of their dvds that uh thinking it's obviously this this match is worked and uh the question was did did they announce this takada otsuka match as worked match i mean is the question i think by asking this question he answered the question himself already pride or any mma company would never announce such thing you know this match is a legitimate competition this match is was um worked match they will never announce something like that because well, there's a couple of reasons but uh, number one if there was comp- a worked match and competitive match within the same system within the same company pride people were have wrong idea. Right. There are uh worked match sometimes. There are real competitive matches. They have both. They would avoid that. Uh, they want every single match to be MMA. I don't wanna say real, but uh, competitive match. Okay. So um then also even if after they edited the Takada Otsuka match off of their US US up market DVD they still had no proof they just thought this is obviously worked anybody who watched this video and footage, this is a worked match and for MMA standard it's bad 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 right and uh, they avoid that and also sometimes MMA fans even wrestling fans but the MMA fans have this preconceiving, opinion or notion about two professional wrestlers get in the ring and have an mma match there's no way it's going to be competitive um or real competition you know this is like a more predetermined idea oh two professionals going in the ring even in the mma environment they must work the match you know what i'm saying Right, and uh, I don't think who, I don't think these people who edited or the produced Pride DVD sets in U.S. even had the proof that this Takada Alexander Otsuka match was worked. It looked worked, and pretty much everybody who watched the footage thought it was work. A Japanese fan or American fans, but you still have no proof, though. You know what I'm saying? Because they'll never announce it. So there's the answer number one is they did not announce this as worked match. There's no way. Because once you announce there is a worked match in the same environment, people will always think, is this match real? Is this match real? Is this match real? Is this match fake? You know what I'm saying? All MMA match will be labeled as competitive match. Therefore, Takada and Otsukamachi was not announced as a work match. They will never do that. Number two, just like the thing that uh, we talked about last week, Takada, big, huge superstar or the main guy and the um, commissioner later on, Nobuhiko Takada had everything to lose. Everything to lose, if they, I know, I know lose to alexander otsuka and otsuka had nothing to lose everything to gain and probably therefore they had to work the match or something but uh, we still have no proof though this is an wrestling environment and when you work a match in mma environment i would call it fake you know but uh I think other you know, basic MMA fans always kind of have a doubt if you have professional wrestler in that ring out there. You know, these people may work or something. But uh, ironically enough, though, two professional wrestlers going at each other on MMA environment. What match do you think of? The most famous match: two professional wrestlers um, went at you know each other. In in Pride uh, MMA environment was Takayama against Don Fry. Ironically, oh yeah, yeah, right. Two professional, yeah. And ironically enough, that is the most famous MMA match in Pride history. Isn't that ironic?
0: No, it definitely is. No. But I mean, does it- I'm not the biggest MMA fan or the biggest MMA expert. But I mean, you know, but certainly and granted, just just generally talking about um, combat sports. um, A lot Mm -hmm. of times, you know, isn't there a lot of fixing and things that goes on, just generally speaking?
1: Probably, but we don't know about these things as much as we know about wrestling, you know. And also fixing match could be one sided, you know, one side meaning that you know boxing you know people one side and sending poisoned apple to the other side of dressing room or fixing match only your opponent's manager knows about not everybody involved there's so many different kind fixing in boxing or other you know competitive match you know and also it's legitimate sports and fixing it is like a fake, right? Fixing it. And it usually costs some money. You have to pay off the guy to, you know, go down. Whereas professional wrestling is a work, you know, you never pay each other, you know, actually pay, uh, paying off your opponent, you know, kind of like old movies, you know, you pay, you know, your opponent money under the table. So they will throw a fight. That's very old, like a scenario. And, uh, there's different ways of fixing fight, but, uh, not just one, um, wrestling is that's why we have to put wrestling over here and, Every other uh, that the combat sports in the other side, you know, it's this like a, even fixing match is all different, you know. Yeah. because there's different kind of you know uh, work or their definition of fake. If you take somebody's move and take bumps, it's already fake, right? Not just the outcome of the match, but you stood there and take your suplex. For MMA fans, that's fake already. This is a different definitions to it, you know. Does it make any sense?
0: You always make sense, my friend, always.
1: Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Because you were so quiet, and I thought, that, "Can you hear me now?" <laughs>
0: well, of course, I can. I said, Well, I don't See, want to talk. All the anymore. all
1: the all the listeners, all the listeners out there. I'm sorry, it's like, a, They all have to remember you are in Seattle and I'm in Tokyo and talking over the phone now.
0: Right. <laughs> we do this. Well, this is true. Rim pro- <laughs> we literally yeah. record. Using, forget, you know. Using the Facebook phone, <laughs> literally record over Facebook yeah. Messenger. That's how. Uh-huh. That's how yeah. low tech this. Thank
1: is. you. Yeah, thanks to technology. You you know, this used to be real expensive phone calls. You know.
0: Yeah, and you now you're just talking on your cell phone, right? Yeah. 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 This just goes right in to my, your phone, and yeah, I've office. got, I've got all the recording set up here.
1: So. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Hey, um, and my cat's right behind me.
0: One of the things that's kind of cool um, Joey Janela is doing yeah. his spring break card again, WrestleMania weekend. And apparently, it's already sold out with pretty high ticket prices. And it looks like he's going to okay. make some decent money. But it looks like the big draw on the show, he was yeah. announcing it was going to be a big star from the past. I think he said from the 90s specifically. And it turned out to be okay. Onita. Onita Ah, okay. Who, who's whose company is this again? Uh, it's Joey Janela. He's a he's an independent guy, sort of, you know, kind of genre, in the, right? in, the yeah. in the elite group, kind of kind of on the fringe of that. He's a very popular independent guy. He did the uh, he did the Spring Break uh, last year, and it was a, a popular show during WrestleMania weekend. And he was on he was on All In, and he's been a he's you know he's sort of a friend with those guys.
1: Okay, and he sort of grew up watching Onita's VHS videos, right?
0: More than likely, yeah.
1: Yeah, that is because 90s wrestling fans, they were young then—turn out to be independent wrestling promoter today. <laughs> That's it's true, one of them, right? yes. Yeah, yeah. So Onita, yeah, he's still around, 61-year-old Onita, and uh, yeah, he still fly out there and he will do what he does. And uh, I'm sure that he has to bring Onita's music. You know, Onita has to show up like, uh, what, you know, what he looked like on the videos and DVD, you know, DVDs or all VHS videos. He still looked pretty much the same. Little aged, but uh, he dyed his hair black, I'm sure. And uh, he still looks like Onita should look.
0: Yeah, I mean, when yeah, as long as you're not like a body guy... You know, and he really, you know, and he wasn't, and he, you know, he was kind of covered up, and no, he always had shirt on. Yeah, yeah. so that that actually, you know, in the long yeah. in the long run is is really smart. He always had denims on. Yeah, yeah, he's really smart to be able to be covered up. I guess Liger, I mean, Liger's still in great shape, but it doesn't hurt. Right, to be right, covered oh, same from way. Yeah. Oh, and only
1: his hair is always yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah hair is perfect. He looks a little older, but he does look like Onita. <laughs> you know, I thought yeah. one of the things interesting, that I was...
0: Uh, one of my ongoing yeah. memories of this show, one of my top memories of this show and doing this with you is when we were talking about the the top 10, your top 10 all-time greatest, and you put Onita... In the top ten, sure, influential. Yeah, Yeah. and and I didn't disagree with you. I just hadn't. I never really thought of him at that level. But the fact that he can sell out um, with the tickets with Janela just um, is pretty impressive. Yeah, because he was selling out Kawasaki Stadium, thirty
1: thousand, you know, people, like a five-six year period and uh it was like a, obviously 90s superstar see if you put akira maeda who changed dressing later on into mma in rings that's left hand side superhero and onita the dirty death match and bloody gut gutty you know old-fashioned like uh, uh real dirty you know not dirty dirty but you know just what you think of like a local death match you know just gigantic your local hero type you know wrestler to your right hand side that uh, hey this is like a boss extreme and it's completely like a far away spectrum but both big superstar yeah I thought, yeah, is he only to still around, you know? And also, it's kind of like a the big rock and roll band from your 90s, you know? Are they still around? Yes, he's still around. Can he play like he used to? Yeah, he kind of can. And uh, it, this is, you know, U.S. fans' chance. It might be the last, I don't think so, but uh, it is a real good chance that you will witness. Onita in person, you know? You just have to watch him in person because, I mean, he's not a exactly very gifted athlete, you know? Did he have great wrestling moves? Not really. What did he do? Deathmatch and chair shots and a little bit of DDT. But uh, when he does his street fight six-man tag team with Bob Dwyer and stuff like that, there's nothing like it. Like, I don't know why, but it looks good and, and it has, it doesn't translate into DVDs. You know, you have to be there live and, uh, you know it's always he cannot do single match it always has to be his gang against their you know opponents gang six men tag teaming one two three three pair of fights going in the building you know onita's in the ring with one opponent his partner doing something outside uh, another pair doing in the other side you know building doing certain thing, and they rotate kind of like you're in uh, um head banging live house you know like a punk music kind of thing you know do you know what i'm saying yeah 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 like a slam dancing with each other you know and it's so much fun and then it's just uh, i don't remember what you just watched but it was good <laughs> that kind of matches
0: well and it's and always smart he- not to, uh, not to do what you can't and to, to work with work within your limits and he definitely did that yeah.
1: Yeah, and then he has t-shirt on, he has denim on, and all he does at the end of the night, he put a table in the middle of the ring and power power bomb your opponent onto the table and he wins. Kind of same all the time, but that's what you want, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I, I wouldn't watch Onita's match on videos cuz it's not as good. You have to be there. You know, then then he throws all kinds of waters and stuff, and you get wet. Oh my gosh, you know, and just you are experiencing a ride, you know, like in an amusement park, you know, or something, or slam dancing each other on 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 audience floor. You know, just you have to be there.
0: Hey, speaking (laughs) of speaking of nostalgia, what are your thoughts on the uh, the giant Baba twenty? Giant
1: Baba's memorial. Yeah, the memorial initially announced as like an all-star card, right? In, in the media, in the print media, but it actually is, it's 20 year anniversary for Giant Baba's passing. Jan Baba died January of 1999 and coming 2019, this will be 20 years after his passing. And it was Mrs. Baba, well, by the way, Mrs. Baba had passed away this year, but uh, it was Motoko Baba's will that please have uh, whatever happened to her, you know, uh, alive or dead, um, whatever happened, he, please have Giant Barber's 20th year memorial card uh, in, in spring of 2019. And Motoko, Mrs. Baba's relative is running a show. It's not one company show, New Japan show, or Old Japan show, or anything like that. It is run by a uh, committee. Committee, you know, of the people, uh, basically Motoko Baba's relative running it, and Seiji Sakaguchi and Tenru, great Kojika, all helping out, and they've already announced who's gonna be on the show, you know, from New Japan you have Hiroshi Tanahashi, from Old Japan you have Kent Miyahara, and progressing north they're sending Maruhuji, so three uh, top super stuff from three. Major company, you know, but I don't think there's gonna be like a serious single match dream card. It's more of friendly six man tag here, you know, friendly dream tag team here and there, and then and, and uh, Abdul the Butcher's retirement ceremony, and also it's announced that Stan Hansen will be there. And uh, what's amazing is that ringside ticket is two hundred thousand yen. Which is about $2,000. Front row? $2,000? Oh my gosh, right? Is that expensive or what?
0: So, who's getting the money? Who gets the money for this? Is this an all Japan thing? Or I know that you said B- Baba's oh. relatives are putting it together, but who's, yeah. who gets the money? Do the relatives get the money? Is this a money making thing? Is I mean,
1: you mean a money making thing? I think this is to have. Um, Giant Baba Fund you know hopefully within a year or two um, they will or uh, I don't know who they are exactly but uh, uh, these people is trying to open Giant Baba Museum you know you you and I I think talked about it Giant Baba Museum see at Mrs. Baba's house there's uh, uh, all the old Triple Crown Original Championship Belt, you know, the International Heavyweight Championship Belt, PWF, you know, Pacific Wrestling Federation Championship Belt, and you have UN, you know, Ten rules Belt, you know, United National Championship Belt, and also Baba made replica of Globe Design NWA belt, you know, Harley Race model. You know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, the dome globe belt. Yeah. The belt he, he that, predates has that the big gold but,
1: yeah right 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 uh that nwa belt is made for baba after he beat jack briscoe they have that belt in their house and also giant Baba's all the gown and robes and you know all the costume giant baba shoes red trunks all the different kimono costume that he used to wear it's already uh, it's out it's in in their house and they the, we, I think we talked about it. They should open a museum, right? I think they're doing it now. And this is to raise fund uh, to open a museum somewhere out there. And I hope it will happen.
0: God, I would love to see that dome globe belt with the. With yeah, the yeah, because it's never shown. On. That would be amazing
1: yeah yeah and then also it's not a replica belt going on i mean it's a lot of places make championship belt these days huh
0: right you know? but that one would be yeah. incredible
1: yeah because this is like the legit that well legit is not a word but uh he beat jack frisco he beat harley race he made another belt for himself you know yeah well made so uh it wasn't shown you know he baba was so discreet about it and only a few people knew that he had the NW belt at home in his living room oh my gosh it's never been shown so put those in Giant Baba you know Memorial Museum and uh, it's gonna be good
0: Hey, somebody yeah. was asking me, and but, I couldn't uh, remember. Uh, some my friend Scotty, I think it was a wrestler, wrestler weekly, yeah. was asking.
1: Um, <clears throat> okay, yeah. When, when, uh, uh, we became friends on Facebook.
0: Yeah, he's a good guy, really, really good guy. Um, okay. Anyway, he was asking the when when Baba dropped the title to, or when Jack Briscoe dropped the title. That was an arranged title uh, change, wasn't it? It was the Harley Race sure. one that was secret. Is that what it was?
1: Yeah, I think so. He didn't tell Bob Geigel about it, right? Is that is that the secret thing? I I'm think that's what it was. I
0: think it was. I think Briscoe's was planned, or maybe one of them was planned and the other one wasn't. Oh, of course. Oh, I mean,
1: planned, advanced. Yes. Way advanced. And when giant Bob beat Jack Briscoe for NWA title for the first time, it was going to be the only time ta- only time he was going to win the NWA championship belt. And that tour, Sam Machinic even sent. Pat O'Connor with Jerry Briscoe to oversee the product, you know? So it was, no, it's legit, but, uh, you know, it was well, uh, well planned, well advanced and the plan was made and they did it. And Baba beat Jack Briscoe for the title and held the title for one week. And at the end of the tour, Jack Briscoe beat Baba you know, again. And then, and then got, you know, take the belt home. And two other times, Harry Race just sh- was on the tour and said, it's kind of like, let's do it. And now, you know, and then they the cat, you know, played catch. And uh, <laughs> Baba actually admitted that it, the third time was almost a mistake. He shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Because it would become obvious that uh, he's returning a belt at the end of the tour which he did. And uh, I'm pretty sure that the Harley Race did it without asking St. Louis about it. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It had just been so long that I couldn't remember exactly how it went down. 81? 80? 81? Yeah. It's- 79? I think it was <laughs> Dusty. Was it 79?
1: Dusty was summer, well, October of 79. So it was shortly after that. Yeah. So at the end of 79 or 80 then. Yeah. And they did it again in 81. Cause Jan Baba won NW title three times. Once with Jack from Jack Risco and twice from race. Yeah. The thought it was a mistake the third time, you know, cause he shouldn't have done it. Cause he was like, people knew, you know, to keep the legitimacy, you know, and, uh, you know, not to have people, you know, see, see through that, you know, but uh, but the winning NWA title at the time was such a big deal, though, because uh, something Inoki has never done.
0: There we go. I looked. I just looked it up. He won it uh, October thirty first, seventy nine, and then September fourth,
1: nineteen eighty. Eighty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it was like, why do it the third time, right? Yeah. It wasn't then seventy four
0: with Briscoe. Eighty four.
1: No, seventy five is Briscoe. Yeah.
0: This one says December second of seventy four. Seventy four, yeah, seventy four. According to Wikipedia.
1: Wikipedia, all right. Wikipedia, make a lot of mistakes, but this is right. <clears throat> yeah, well, December could... of seventy four. Yes, yeah, December seventy four. Yes, yes. Because seventy five, they had open, open tournament. December open tournament. It happened once, you know, like all oh, the top name from America, you know, from Dusty rose Hardy race to Don Leo Jonathan, Mister Wrestling, to Dick Murdoch, to in uh, all kinds of superstars in one tournament and baba won 75 yeah so jack brisk has to be 74 then anyhow yeah so this jan baba memorial show will be uh not a all-star but basically almost all-star you know lineup but not dream matches like one you know tanahashi against Kenta Miyahara on single match or anything like that it, this is going to be just a lot a lot of tag team matches dream card still but not your single champion against champion type of you know, lineup it's okay though it's okay though
0: well probably yeah. the biggest news out of Japan yeah. happened uh, last weekend where, yes. where Okada and Tanahashi uh, Okada was getting right. beat down by the Bullet Club, and come to the rescue is Tanahashi. And then, sure,
1: big uh, babyface turn like Dusty Rose turn,
0: huh? And they they shook hands, and yep, we may have the the mega powers on our hands. Mm. You're talking about Tanahashi
1: and Okada teaming up together.
0: Yeah, I mean that yeah. could be that could be a lot of fun. I don't know that it's going to last forever, but it, it'll it'll be fun while well- it lasts. It probably
1: shouldn't last forever. You know, then people compare who is above, you know, is Okada really better or Tanahashi really was better or, you know, the the dream team shouldn't last that long, you know, just a few matches while it means something, you know. And uh, still Okada still is in the process of turning. He's not 100% complete babyface yet. He did... It was a storyline. Was that Gero, the evil manager Gero, choose Switchblade over Okada? You know, he choose Switchblade JY to be his, his faction's main guy and dumped Okada. So he choose Switchblade over Okada. And That makes Okada baby hit and the major beat down by new, bigger, and you know, no more outnumbered. Um, Bullet Club come in and give him beat down and that make him such a big baby face. And you were talking about who were the Japanese dream teams before this?
0: Yeah, that got me. Yeah, that State. got me thinking. I mean, you know, I would assume we're going to see, you know, probably some tag team matches, at least one or two, sure. with with Okada yeah, yeah. and Tana. So I mean,
1: they do the, yeah, and they have the big win, right?
0: Yeah. So I was trying to think of what other the dream big, team. Yeah, what other dream teams are, who were enemies Part who, like who were tag
1: team. When, Tatsumi Fujinami and Riki Choshu teamed up together, you know, once, twice, you know. And also there was a time Riki Choshu and Tenru teamed up, you know, once or twice. Those were the dream team, I believe. Yeah. yeah.
0: What do you think? I mean, which do you think was bigger?
1: Different generation, different audience.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: it's hard. Yeah. I was there, but this one is like <sighs> because you have to ask today's audience how big is Tanahashi and Okada in you know, teaming up you know how big of a deal you know this thing is
0: no I was talking about uh, Choshu and and um, uh, Choshu and Tenru together yeah, Denver, yeah. or Choshu
1: and Fujinami together yeah. each time we just said Choshu and Tenru, Choshu and Fujinami it was a big deal because Choshu taking Fujinami as a partner Choshu taking Tenru as a partner ex, you know the former rival, and so it was Choshu's issue, you know, Choshu's story, and uh, when he teamed up with tenru mm. at the Tokyo Dome, mm. it was against Inoki and Fujinami together. So it was storyline in itself. But I'm sorry, I don't remember the outcome. I don't remember the result. It's so hard. And I'm bad at this results. Who went over on who? You know, I I don't remember seriously.
0: Yeah. Well, and then of course there were some teams that that never had the opportunity.
1: Right, right, that too. Yeah,
0: like Jumbo and Stan Hansen.
1: Right. Oh, there was a you know, see, or Jumbo and Brody. End, yeah, at the end of nineteen eighty-eight, Giant Baba promoter was planning on splitting up Jumbo and Tenru, and Stan Hansen Brody, Brody. It was going to be Jumbo Tura and Bruiser Brody as a new team and Stan Hansen and Tenru as a team and go to 1988 tag, you know, real tag team, you know, tournament thing. Well, Jumbo and Brody together, she's just too strong, right? Don't you think? But uh, because of what happened in Puerto Rico, that team never happened. But following year, Stan Hansen and Tenru did make a team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like a really, that was dream team, very much so. And also Stan Hansen always heel and uh, work like a heel and he's positioned as a heel. But uh, what's unique about Stan Hansen, people loved him. That's really strange because he never really turned. Stan was never babyface. You know, he was always heel. It was fans who loved him. Even against Japanese top star, in the back of their mind, you know, they really loved Stan Hansen. So after the match, when he goes yes, people go yes, right? Just he was always positioned positioned as big heel, working against Japanese or sometimes work against another American. But for people, it just couldn't help but cheer Stan Hansen. Something about him, just likable, you know. I don't know why. It just uh, He was just secret babyface.
0: What about when Hogan teamed with <sighs> Kenneru? Would that have been a bigger deal had it not been in SWS and had it been in New not Japan? Not
1: been in SWS then,
0: right. Yeah. had a, Would but that have been a bigger deal outside run... of SWS?
1: Right. And also, you cannot team two superstars cold. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's cold, you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. Like,
1: yeah you just like you have to have at least five six week long storyline to build this thing up and they have to have a reason to team up and convince people it is something that means something you know that I have I have to be convinced, but uh, you cannot put you know two superstars you know all of a sudden and they just announce it and expect people to buy it. That doesn't work, does it? Not even, usually. Uh, no, not usually. Unless yeah, it's... even uh, yeah, like a Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan going mega powers for Summer's very first inaugural SummerSlam. There was like a two months worth of storyline and also yeah like a, macho man had to be elevated as a champion you know at the wrestlemania and he's a hero guy now and hulk hogan helping it was natural that the mega power would come and at the remember that the very first uh, summer slam macho man randy savage was wearing yellow and yellow you know yellow trunks and yellow boots he had hogan costume to have to be a uh, mega powers it meant something then then go into splitting for the next year's the enemy again kind of thing it was like a two year worth of story
0: do you think that we will see eventually who knows how long do you think eventually we'll now oh,
1: that- Okada. yes i in my opinion okada is much more effective as heel. i think but the pe- after this, you know, his five year run, people wanted to see him babyface too. But see what happens, because once you're positioned in babyface and start working in the babyface side, people may start scratching in the head, you know. To go, you know, I think I used to like Okada better that way, you know, and see what happens. I don't know, I don't have the an answer for this, but uh, some wrestlers are more effective being here. And maybe he should keep working like a heel. Being baby Well that's what I, you
0: know what 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 I was saying? thinking. He needs to be well, right now he's sort of in this weird transitional Yeah, between phase. yeah, twinger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I so, mean he's he's right now is you know, still kind of lost. He's not wearing the outfits, he's carrying the balloons. Sure. Um, you know, he's sort of you know, the character is sort of lost and still finding himself. But yeah, I mean he could snap out of it and go back to the old Okada, just now he's beating up uh ghetto and he's beating up Switchblade.
1: Yeah, yeah, like a do, like your your Kevin Nash or Scott Hall or Roddy you know, Piper. Like a, yeah, you work like a heel, but uh, you are babyface now. But you still keep working like a heel. Even
0: Savage, life. even Savage, when he first turned, didn't really change his style.
1: Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, worked the same.
0: Hey, what about speaking of Switchblade? I know that, like for example, like the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Awards aren't always you know mm. the most real speaking of real yeah but yeah still work yeah but yeah. but i mean if you're talking about legitimately the most improved wrestler of the year when you look at where he was when he debuted as switchblade last year to the confidence he's gained mm. and the presence he's gained inside the ring you've got to mm-hmm. look at switchblade as maybe the most improved wrestler of the year yeah,
1: I wouldn't, yeah, yeah, I think he's he is one of them. Yeah, one of them. Did they? Did they already announce it in the wrestling last Friday?
0: No, I no. I think they just did the women's 100. So I think that comes later on. Oh, Ronda Rousey on the yeah. front cover. Yeah. Oh, but Okay. I get it. I'm just. I mean, we've talked about Switchblade and how we thought that maybe he needed a change of gear, but mm-hmm. you know, I think it's all. I think it's all worked out. I think he's accepted the challenge. It has been up to the role.
1: Yeah. I was at uh, October eighth, uh, uh, Simo Palace. You know, big New Japan's card. Yes, switch Blade came into ring like he's a main event guy. Yeah, he walks around like a main event guy, and uh, he gained confidence in himself, and he's a good looking guy too. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, I think it's. I think I'm excited to see what 2019, and even 2020 holds for holds for Jay White. I think it could be some really cool stuff.
1: Right, right. Yeah, much, yeah. Much improved, I think. Yes. I agree with you. But there's, there's like a, so many wrestlers in New Japan roster right now, though, you know. And, uh, yeah, it's really hard to really stand out, you know, almost.
0: Well, and there's even so many wrestlers in, in WWE. And you've got...
1: <laughs> That's hard, right. I mean, right. even, That's... I mean,
0: you know, I, I've talked about this. When you look at, you've got Io Shirai, you've got Kerry Sane, and you've got, yeah. um, obviously, Asuka under contract. Yeah Um. You know I just I just You know
1: hopefully Well the, oh, the million... wrestlers Who participated In the Mae Young Classic There are so many good ones Right Yes Yes And see the group photos After Evolution That are, Were there that many Female wrestlers Out there well, Some legends Were in the picture But uh, see the Group photo That many wrestlers They can start Running women's shows Soon
0: Assuming that there's mm-hmm. You know if there's A demand for it Absolutely There's gonna be yeah,
1: at least if it's not for TV, they will. You know, they can always create a women's you know show on WWE Network. Yes.
0: Yeah. No. That could be. That could be fun.
1: You know, just like NXT and the 205 Live, and you why not have Evolution? You know, become that the title Evolution becomes the title of that new program or something.
0: And you know, there's also Mayuko Satamura. See what happens with her. Yeah,
1: yeah, but she will not take the full-time position, you know, with WWE because she runs her own company in in Sendai, Sendai Girls Pro Wrestling, very successful women's group in Japan, you know. But and maybe, also, a, she, maybe maybe. Maybe yeah.
0: they'll have a maybe she'll have a relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah, she already does. But you she's know I mean. been to st- Yeah, yeah, yes, and also maybe just maybe wwe can start sending female wrestlers into japan group of female wrestlers to be trained in certain period of time you know three months at a time or something you know and uh yeah a lot can a lot of things can happen
0: It could be a very Yeah Evolution
1: was Yeah Evolution was A really exciting show And also Yeah It was uh, (laughs) I'm hoping It wasn't Alondra Blaze's Last match You know And uh, Oh that's Yeah she she looked great
0: I thought that was cool She was wearing Her old gear
1: But the long tights though
0: did she not have long tights? did she oh I guess she did no, have long no, tights. Yeah. She, right.
1: Yeah, same costume, same design, but this time she had long for some for some reason, probably wasn't confident to have short, you know, showing all the bodies. I don't know why, but uh, she looks great. But uh yeah, she I wish she lasted a little longer in Battle Royale. I noticed that said, uh,
0: that all of the, the women who were all the retired women had like the same the same elimination, you know, gingerly lifted up over the ropes and then someone bumped them to the floor and they sort of landed <sighs> on their feet and then fell down. Um, yeah, or land on apron but willingly go out of the ring yeah, or something. Yeah, you know? but I mean, yeah. you know, these women have other lives and, you know, families or other jobs so it's like, don't kill yourself. Or
1: haven't taken that kind of bump in years. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, I wouldn't blame it, no. No,
0: I don't blame them no. at all
1: yeah but it was a very good show though and becky lynch became even bigger star on you know this show yes
0: i loved the show because i thought i loved the length of it that it wasn't too long Mm-hmm. Um I loved how it built and I also thought that I think good wrestling shows have got a little bit of everything. So it had a little bit of nostalgia, had a little bit of comedy. A little bit of nostalgia. It had a little bit of comedy. A little comedy, yeah. not too much, nothing too stupid, which is always good. Um you know yeah, it also it built stars, yeah. it showed people on the way up. It had a you know an incredible match with with Charlotte and Becky Lynch and then you good. know it built to the future with whatever the future holds oh, for, e- for Ronda Nikki Rousey. Bella. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it Ronda had Rousey everything is, you she, want on a show. She
1: only had six months' experience as a professional wrestler. Incredible. You know, but she, she carried it, and her facial is so
0: good. You know, it was really cool. I thought, because Ronda has been in fights, obviously, I thought she sold really well, but also, I thought that she sold really well as far as like she was down in the corner and like she, the look on her yeah. face was surprised like she couldn't believe that Nikki Bella Drama, was actually but... taking it to her and I thought yeah, that, I mean, her, also
1: that they're the taking the post shots and yeah all that.
0: she gets yeah. it she's she's really smart yeah
1: yeah well, it looks like it came off like a super big huge superstar yeah and she is superstar you know
0: No, she. Oh
1: wow! I don't want to sound like a big advertisement for women's wrestling and WWE, but uh, yeah, the show was really good, though.
0: Yeah, it was very, it was very enjoyable, and I would encourage WWE to do more shows like that that don't last four, five, six hours because after a while, I just don't, I just don't have the (laughs) appetite. Yeah,
1: but uh, one all women pay per view show, you know, should be good once a year. You know. Yes. Yeah, Evolution should be in calendar now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, evolution should be like I don't WrestleMania are, is too October, hard, October
1: show. Yeah.
0: It should be like the Women's SummerSlam or the Women's, you know, whatever, you know, not obviously not WrestleMania. <sighs> WrestleMania is the big big show, but it should and be the women a will big be yeah,
1: the, the women's superstar would be. Yeah. Women's division will have title match there, but the all womens show once a year it would be really good.
0: Yeah, I think what you do is you know it's almost like the women's year is divided into two builds you have the build to wrestlemania now between now and april and then from april to october you're building toward whatever evolution is i think that's sure, sure. the women's calendar
1: and also they have enough wrestlers now
0: boy do they ever
1: yeah yeah <laughs> boy, do they ever. okay
0: all right man well how can people uh, get in touch with you Fumi? Um, Fumihiko Dayo, Fumihikodayo,
1: F U M I H I K O D A Y O, on Twitter, Fumihikodayo. And also, you can find me, Fumi Saito, on Facebook.
0: You can find me on Twitter and on Facebook at Jim Valley, J I M V A L L E Y. Plus, give Fumi, ask Fumi questions. Do the hashtag. I'll answer it. I'll try Fumi. to answer Yeah,
1: I'll do my best.
0: And we will uh, (laughs) answer questions. And I know we've been teasing an announcement. It couldn't happen this week, maybe next week. It was a technical issue, and we're still working on it. But something is coming. I promise you that. Okay. Very good. All righty. So until next time. (laughs) So long
1: from Tokyo. Thank you.